Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And cousin Max. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review. This is episode 92. Yeah, it is. And we missed Max so much. It's Aww. good to be missed. I got but to see him last night, sad. so that was fun. I'm so glad. Last night was a pretty famous. Uh, it got a little debauched by the it, end. It was a little terrible. Well, um, let's hope delicious, that but with any luck, our podcast gets just as debauched as your evening. No? Yeah. No, I would hope great. that every day would be pretty much on par with that. Also, I was really pleased with the excitement of the staff there. They were all like real into it. I think I th- they I think I, they missed us. I feel like we're getting back into that tree of yeah. I don't want to I honestly to, don't um, know that girl's name and I feel kind of bad about that. I don't want to make this about me. Yeah. But I heard that Max brought me a present and if I could Oh, fine. She wants to get I just really started. want to know. It's fine. It's he brought us a present really. I just happen to know what it was. I uh I have Friends, many friends that uh, are willing to go to great lengths for me. And distances. And distances. And this is something that we have not had the opportunity to talk about in quite some time, but I managed to procure one for said podcast. I knew it. As soon as you said great distances, I knew it. (laughs) And I figured that this is a perfectly good time to bring this back on the air from The Alchemist in Vermont, the one and only... Hetty Topper. Topper. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Uh, we're going to drink it from the can this time. Because we last did last time, time. Did we last time? Yes. I thought we didn't. We at all least right. tried it from the can last the time. The problem was that we were, we were already drinking other things. Yeah. So that's why it, I thought we should start with it this time. I feel like it kind of sullied the... Uh, I got to say, I'm like a clean palate right now. I had coffee this morning at like 6 o'clock. And haven't and eaten I'm pretty since. sure I've had nothing else today. That so sounds like I'm a terrible day. I'm, I'm glad we're doing like really high ABVs for all of these. Yes. I think I'll be drunk by the time I finish this can. I'm going to drink the whole thing. I'm going to drink the whole thing. It's uh, 8% Heady Topper. I just cracked it here. You can have the first sip since you brought it. And that was really Thanks, cool. Max. I mean, we missed you, and we would have welcomed oh. you back with open arms even without presents. So yeah, this we is... should send him away more often and be like, we don't need you. Right. Hey, do you want to come oh, to a podcast? Bring smell, fun stuff. So this means that... I think this episode officially has no theme whatsoever except strong let's, beer. Yes, let's drink strong beer. Just that smell emanating from the deep bowels of that can. Remember to our listeners who heard our one can that we shared. It was the three of us last time too, which is pretty fantastic. Holy crap. It does say on the can that you're supposed to drink it from the can. Sure does. The other thing that I find interesting is that drink it quickly because they're always making more, which I find to be a little yeah. not Misleading. true. Uh, this you might is... be making more, but it's not it's not easy to get your hands on. Yeah, basically, unless you're in the uh, the Vermont area, this is exceedingly hard to find these days. It smells a lot like the the adroit we had, the double citra. Okay. I get a lot of that. I mean, it's hard to get a nose on a can. Yeah, being you can't honest, really like get your nose in there. The uh, the nice part um, of what the the thing that I really like about Hetty too is that I mean, it's an exceptional beer. It really is good. It it really is great. But there's they try to be very no frills about it. It's not trying too hard in one direction or the other. It's just a very very good all around um, hop. It is a great hop. It's also a great texture. Mm-hmm. It's extremely easy. It's actually on the can. It says it's so drinkable it's scary, which could not be more accurate. I think I could very easily chug a can of that, like just not by, would, by not accident. that you'd want to because it's so. But, like, but you you don't want to stop drinking right. it once you start. It's it's very there's I mean at 
at eight percent, it's it's not a wimpy ABV, but it does not drink like a traditional eight percent. I feel like maybe this is what most normal Americans think of when they think about popping open a can of Miller Lite and just sort of, oh, I'm thirsty and downing it. I'm just going to drink this beer real quick. That's the first time I've ever heard Miller Lite come up in a conversation about Hetty Topper. <laughs> but um, you I know, agree. Keeping it's, it classy. They, they did such an exceptional job at brewing this that they've made it, although packed with flavor and just a really, really smooth finish on it, it, what? it just drinks so easily. There's another one. There, there is another. We're not going to drink it, I don't think we though. should. So I, I have to. We don't have time. Well, I think Ian would end up face first on the floor. So basically, I need to send a shout out to uh, a friend of mine and co-worker, Adam Gould, who managed to, through connections of his, uh, acquire some Heady Topper. And uh, when I told him that I was doing a podcast today, when I told him I was doing a podcast today, he said, Come grab another. Ooh. So I swung by there earlier today. Is he like trying to get on the show or something? Grabbed a second one. Well, he's another beer enthusiast. He really, really, he's he's gotten more and more and more and more into the, the, the Philly beer scene around the whole area. Uh, he was just out on the West Coast, uh, you know, sampled some, some breweries out there. It's like hard to find bad beer out there. It really is. Um, the and West what? Coast is something that I don't think we talk about often enough because there's so much going on I on the like East Coast. It's too good. I don't even want to talk about it, though, because I'm jealous. <laughs> And like, if I just pretend it's not there, then I'm a little happier. Like, we've got we've got Maine, we've got Vermont, we've got you know Pennsylvania, we got some good beers. So we've like, also got the Carolinas, Virginia. Yeah. Um, the Great Lakes are not that far away. I too can name states of the union. Oh. I don't understand what we're doing. Well, here. I wouldn't name well, Mississippi when I talking mean, about beer. I mean, Allegash is in but... Maine, Hetty Toppers in Vermont. Like, we we have a lot of strong showing on the East Coast, and that's awesome. And I just don't I don't need to talk about the West Coast because it's hard to get their beers. And I don't want to be sad. It's all becoming less and less complicated, though. Well, and a lot of them are actually buying land on the East Coast and opening up new breweries, or the same brewery, just like a, a remote location. And that is a good question for bringing it back to the beer writing I've been doing. Ah, yes. Um, but that's a really good question for when they are tracking the number of breweries in the U.S. Does that count? You know, does each new location of a brewery count as a... A new location. Right, like all the Iron Hills. Or yes, that. exactly. I, I have a feeling the Iron Hills do. I think they each have to apply for their own licenses and they each they brew independently of each other. Right. Um, but worth noting if you're talking... to go and maybe fill like three growlers from three different Iron Hills but get the same beer and see if we can notice any differences. That would be a really neat if they're all brewing their own, I mean... And I'm sure they're following be, the same yeah. recipe, but right. I, I'm... It, there's going to be changes. So changes well, yeah. as subtle as water. I mean, that, the, the water not is not subtle sometimes. at all. It's um, that's a huge difference, and that may actually be a make or break for a lot of these West Coast beers that are opening up plants on the East Coast. I was Coast. wondering about that. Not saying, not even saying necessarily that the West Coast water sources are better for beer making. They're just different. They're for their recipes. They're better. And well, for and same East with, Coast recipes. Same with the hops, because a lot right. of hops are grown out west, so they have a much. Uh, bigger spectrum of fresh hops that are available uh so they have a lot of like fresh hop brews and stuff which is, you can't really is get. this what they mean when they say girls like shiny things yes <laughs> yes <laughs> that's the real silver can of heady tapper that's the real silver bullet <laughs> whoa copyright there's a lot of there's like a half a sip there. left maybe well, it was a it was a yeah. stab at right. course oh i thought it was a vibrator reference Oh, no, that's a different kind of bullet, but now that we've just thrown that out there, okay. 
You know, I was talking about beer. I'm sorry. I, you know, I well, I knew it was the that one as well, but I thought maybe it was both. And Got the it. magic bullet is how you make your smoothies. So if we wanted, like, isn't that also a vibrator? <laughs> Ian, you may this may come as a shock to you, but not everything is a euphemism for a sex toy. <laughs> I disagree. Actually, sadly, I'm probably the one that's wrong here. But uh, anyway, I enjoyed that. Cousin that Max, was wonderful. Thank you. That was. And I am working on getting light. more. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Don't working spoil me that more. hard because I'll start to like it. Yo, Mrs. Siegel, thank you for the gift I'm about to drink from. I have yet to do so. What? Really? It's so beautiful. I know. I was gifted uh, a set of triple Carmelite goblets? Enormous tulip glasses with the fleur-de-lis and all that good stuff on it man it's just like this bottle just doesn't run out it of really beer. doesn't <laughs> it's like that magician it's like loaves and fishes so we this, got a lot of beer together guys yeah i'll do the chimay this was originally was my my light beer of the day yeah this is a, a white ipa from uh star hill who we've had some kind of mixed success with that was exactly the phrase i was going to use <laughs> Um, I actually did like their, they did the Monticello, right? Yes. Um, when we had Jefferson on. And that was very nice. That was nice. And then we also did the boxcar box pumpkin. That was Yeah, that just... was pretty awful. I remember that. That was terrible. <laughs> and I think we've had one other of theirs. That is one of the two that... beers that I think I've poured out on the podcast. That, I couldn't get that was, that was That was a rough, did we do four that day? Or like six even? We I did think a whole bunch. We did five. Pumpkins, pumpkin. I think. Um, it's a great pumpkin. To but yeah, the, the Star Hill boxcar was one of two beers that I would ever just flat out give a negative report on. It was just not good. It's up there which with is, our ever-recurring Fantastic, Fantastic Voyage, Voyage. Which just, I, I really wish that that boxcar would take a Fantastic Voyage off of a cliff. <laughs> I so, feel... Go you, on. You, I, I, I have nothing say, relevant to say. <clears throat> this, to me, appears to be part of like a, a more... Like their elite series of beers, I guess, not like their boxcar series. And I think um, part of what really interested me about this is the idea that it's white IPA because I didn't right. know what made an IPA white. It, but tastes I, like a, it tastes like a white IPA. Have you had a sip yet? I did. Just because the, the head on ours is so different, I wondered if it was. It it tastes. It's actually it's interesting. Well, it's like Belgian really wit meets yeah. IPA. It's actually it's actually kind of like a a lighter Belgian ale. Now, for being seven and a half percent, and the heady was eight. This is and a the very heady deceptive. was a smooth eight. This is a very deceptive seven and a half. Yeah, this is. I mean, I could. That's a big old bottle too. I could drink this like water. Well, yeah. Apparently, there, it's like Wonka. There's no bottom to that bottle. Yeah, yeah. This is very, very easy to drink. Um, it's not. N nothing. N none of the flavors are really coming to the forefront. No, I mean, there's definitely a little citrus to it, but less orange, more. <clears throat> lemon to me so i'm gonna just read the side of the bottle real quick here uh whiter shade of pale ale which is what it's called i don't know if we mentioned that it's whiter shade of pale uh marries two bold beer styles the belgian wit and the india pale ale the fruity and spicy esters derived from our special belgian yeast strain massive quantities of hops added during the dry hop give the beer significant complexity and an aroma of citrus and pine a clean base beer of pilsner and wheat gives this beer a refreshing flavor perfect for enjoying in warm and cold weather alike so i would say that this might be the first pilsner i've ever enjoyed i was gonna say this might well, again be it's one a pilsner of those base where i would have liked it better if i was just 
not knowing what I was actually this is, drinking because now I'm going to overjudge it. But the thing is, don't overjudge it as a pilsner because this is not a pilsner. No. It's not a pilsner. This is, is this is a pilsner like cannibalism from Adroit Theory is PBR. <laughs> I mean, it's you know it, Keystone. it's or Keystone, whatever terrible beer they used. It's just. It's not just because it's one of the ingredients does not mean. I mean, this well, is. Well, and I I disagree that a wit is a complex beer. I mean, a good complex. wit. I I'd say that wits are the tea of the beer world. I'm letting that sink in because I really love tea. <laughs> Think about it when when you've got the amount of different when you drink an IPA. What are the flavors that come to the forefront? Hops. It depends what kind of hop you're drinking. Really. Yeah. I mean, but you're hops. Getting, you're getting citrus, you're getting pine, you're getting resin, you're getting... You're getting hop flavor. Sure. But that when all comes drinking, from the hops. When I... you're drinking a, a white ale or a, like a wit, what are the flavors that come to the forefront? Orange peel and spices. Coriander. Hence the tea of the beer world. It's almost as if you steeped the beer with some kind of... But I don't think that takes away from complexity. It doesn't take away from the complexity at all. But I do think that there are definitely, if you're going to continue with that analogy, there are definitely wit beers that feel like they needed to leave that tea bag in a lot longer. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting. Like this, for example, this is not. I wouldn't say that this is bad by any stretch. Um, I would say that I wish that there was a little bit more of the flavor coming to the forefront. Um, it's leaving my palate feeling too clean. I, I want well, something. Well, we are also just coming off a heady top. I disagree, it's true. and the reason I disagree is because I feel that. IPA is typically such a strong flavor. So this is like a, a it's very, a very approachable balanced, IPA kind of. I mean, you are you can taste both characteristics. You can taste the wit and you can taste. And I agree with that. I want more of it though. That I believe. I mean, it's I I do like the fact that it's not. I mean, for somebody that you know me included a year ago, um, for somebody that's not necessarily on board the the hoppy fan wagon. This is a very, very nice way to segue from, you know, your... This would be a good girl IPA. Just, and that's not meant as a... It's more... That'd be a, a starter great IPA. name a start... for a brewery, by the way. Girl IPA? Good girl. Good girl. There you yeah. go. The good girl uh, and... IPA. Could it just be like, a uh, logo would be like a dog? The only reason I say that is because very <laughs> often we get a lot of questions from both friends and listeners Being from like, women's ah. just... Stress well, that they're guys who are true beer lovers. There's so many hopheads in the world, they can't keep up. Their palates are just overwhelmed. This would be a great place they have to some help really segue them. Interesting uh, food and, and uh, cheese pairings on here as well. Um, one of which just sounds like something delicious that I want to make and eat. It's sage and pancetta risotto. Oh, yeah. Which, like, I've never I'd had that. Probably pair that with I, anything. I, I want yeah, right? That. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I do like how they, they mentioned sage, which you're not going to find in like a ton of just recipe suggestions on a bottle. Sure, but that's um, also but a great thing to do But it would pair really yeah. nicely with the wit. Mm -hmm. And uh, for their desserts, it's really nice too. They have like a peach cobbler, uh, caramel apple tart, or just fresh fruit. I was going to say, I wouldn't want it with a sweet dessert. And that the Well, I think a peach cobbler would be awesome with this. I Especially agree. if it was like a little bit more muted peach, not a whole lot of sugar added into it. Just you know, get that real. We're in we're in that magic window of the year right now when peaches are it's delicious. Peach season. Oh, I've been killing peaches recently. I ate like, I remember three in I, the past day. I got I got back yes, to remembering uh, how much I like peaches. Once you get past that See, fuzzy exterior, know, which really bothers me. Two weeks from now, <laughs> you're not gonna like them anymore because <laughs> you're both fired. 
you can take your bullets and your peaches and just move on. Like, you're both so, right. my like the best thing about a peach is I, yeah, <laughs> I see where this is going. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it can't go there. Is this going to tie into beer why you went to Georgia, wasn't it? Just <laughs> no, but I I always eat peaches with a knife. <laughs> Uh, and I cut off wedges of them. But when you cut into that peach and it's like the perfect yellow and then you get that like deep pink red at the center, that's when you know that this is going to be like the best peach you've ever put in your mouth. Yeah, I went there and said that. We can move on now. My See, my way of peaches is I slice them right around the pit. Yeah, twist. And you know that they're completely you do like ripe. like an avocado a little bit. When, yeah. you, when, you pop, like, when you pop them in half and the pit is just like... It's gone, you know. It's, like you don't. The ground. You don't even know where it went. You just kick it aside somewhere. It doesn't <laughs> matter, and you just have these two perfect halves of a peach. That explains why your girlfriend's brow has been furrowed so much lately, because okay. there's peach pits all there's over just, your kitchen. What is this? <laughs> um, but uh, there's gonna be trees popping up in no time. There's something very satisfying about splitting a fruit like that, and it's just like, there it is. Have at it. I agree. All right. I'm not going to disagree. Segment. I just I did not like peaches for 25 years because I only ever had them. I don't it's one of those things. Why would you can it? It's not the same. It's not the same. Um well, I understand why canning it. Um but I mean you should can anything. I love canning. As a process, not, I don't do it myself. Not, I, I, I'm not much, your straightest moment. I'm a much big I'm a bigger fan of canning than canting. What about decanting? That was mine. What about question. cans? All right, guys. So, it's no heady topper. I'm gonna. I'm, it's it's no boxcar. <laughs> it's no heady topper. This is a nice. It's a nice hybrid. Um, I think it worked well. Whatever well, what not, they were going they for. They weren't trying to be a heady topper at all. No, what well, they no, were going I mean, for quality wise. Yes. What we started with I today. Understand. They executed well on what they set out to do. And this is a good beer. I'm gonna say to them accolades on what you set out to do because it's pretty creative. And nowadays. Beers all over the place, but what it people are like trying to Allagash pull off. Do. I'm yeah. sure they may have actually. I, they, the Hume alone might actually. I would do. say. I would say thank it's a you. Belgian IPA. It's a Belgian IPA. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for not just trying to cram more and more and more and more of a flavor and overkill a beer like a lot of breweries do. Right. Um, you you really went the extra mile. I would not look down on this beer as not being a hophead's delight. I would look up at this beer and say, you know what, this is. Well executed. I think, I, yeah, I think they, they kind of nailed it with this one, actually. Can I um, offer... I'm actually really happy because you pulled it out of the bag today, and I was like, mm. I don't know, did I pick this one up? No, I did. And that was actually exactly where I was going to go with it. I would like to offer that I believe that bottle, which is, is virtually endless, was five ninety nine. So, so I $5.99, wonder, this, as, this beer on a budget. Wheels. Beer on a budget, that's a lot of flavor on a budget. Oh, yeah. And no, seven and a half percent. That seven and a half percent for for a larger format bottle with uh, with a good finish. And the thing that I noticed about it too is that this the the smell that you get off of it is very clean. I like. You're I, not getting a lot of that pungent smell that sometimes you get. That sometimes really does turn a lot of people off to a beer by the smell. This is a really nice, approachable. It's very very clean. You could drink this outside on a hot day. I'm gonna take one of your complaints and turn it around into a positive. Whoa. I think it's this beer, HR, because yeah. of how clean it finishes, would go great with food. Mm -hmm. This a, is a very good eating beer. We, we should actually maybe add this to the rotation. Yeah. Especially at 5.99. <laughs> Double yeah. No, this yeah. is, especially at 7.5, it's heavy enough to compete with the food, but it's light enough. I think you could even put it with your signature salad, because that gorgonzola with the champagne vinaigrette. Their, their cheese recommendations, they have those too. Mild blue cheese like gorgonzola or an herb cheese spread. 
Ooh, this. we could do like a nice bourson with or herbs. Mm, yes, that'd be awesome. that would be fantastic. No, I think this is a success. Way better than the boxcar. Huzzah, so Star Hill! Better. I'm glad we Cheers, came back Star and Hill. gave you yeah, another go no, round. Like, well, well done, guys. Stick, I'm sure you're listening stick to with our everything podcast. but pumpkin. Um, but hey, great job. On that note, did you buy a case of Warlock today? I, I didn't actually buy any beer today. I went into the beer store and I talked about a whole bunch of stuff, but I did not get it. Oh, Warlock. But I, I mean, I can't. It's still, it'll still be there. Has anybody had that since last year? No. I'm, can I, can it's I just been take, impossible to I've find. I've got, I think. Are you aging it? Yeah, I've got some at least. Can I, I just know. take two minutes before we delve into our next excursion here? Yeah, 40 seconds. Go 40 on. seconds. Perfect. Um, it is August. I hate August. I hate summer. Sorry, Shannon. Um, so I invented summer. Can I tell you how excited I am for the next several months? Mm. So excited. Mm. So excited. I think come that September, it's not, like it's and a I turning think point. That, I think that this fall is going to be my best fall ever. Oh, Can, it's my last fall in my 20s. That'd only great. It is. It's, it's our last fall. Sorry, Shannon. It's our last <laughs> fall in our 20s. It's... It's... Uh, Did I mention how much I missed you? <laughs> I'm just going to bring that back. It's, uh, you know, I've, I've got a, a, an awesome job, and it's going to get, like, crazy busy and interesting and fun and exciting in the fall. Um, yeah, because it's cold. People don't want to go out. It's, it's my perfect weather. The fall beer is just the best. I don't care what anybody says. It is the best season to drink beer. Now is the moment where um, I would like to point out that it is August and it is 65 degrees out. And I don't think it's been above 85 in all of August. It's so lovely. Shh, I feel why cheated. Would you, why would you jinx and hurt me like that? Cheated. You're Point welcome. one for my camp. Just, <laughs> Mine too. Just, oh. And as somebody that has to spend a lot of time outdoors in heavy fabric. Ian has the closest thing to an Irish tan that I have ever seen. Yo, I'm doing awesome right now. <laughs> I'm actually tan. Like, I have. Whoa! What No, what? mine's better. Mine's better. Maxwell, where did that come from? Uh, Slaving away outdoors but in the coal mines you're like mostly. chopping wood you couldn't have been in the your coal mines, coal mines you're not outdoors also it's your a deep yard burn. Just... <laughs> your yard is about three feet wide so i know i know it's doesn't not it's either. not very conducive to tanning that's the problem all right this podcast is about to get weird <laughs> really yeah we're moving on to long trail this is like your new favorite you just get like one of each of their series i'm a little frightened that we're we're doing this Look second and we're saving that for third that sticker means you bought this beer. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. Um, this is their Brush and Barrel series, which we, this will be the third one, but we've only mentioned one of them, right? Because the other one got because lost. Because episode 88 was a, 88 and a cluster. Three quarters. Yes. Yeah. So. See, Max, when you're not here, everything <laughs> just happened. goes. I, everything falls apart. Yeah. We recorded an entire podcast that was useless. And then we. I mean, we did get to enjoy some good beers and conversation. With I actually, I blame myself. It was probably. I've your not fault. been ex- as accessible as I should. Nor be. have you ventured to the country. Nobody. I do that intentionally. <laughs> you're a wise man. Uh, okay. My, so this my is, sister, uh, my sister's fiance's family is in Parksburg. Oh. That's like down the street. I was going to say, there's only four other people in Parksburg. So. <laughs> you guys are neighbors. Uh, this is an ale brewed with cacao nebs. Cacao. Um, and or cacao. So it's technically, this culmination. is the, the same size bottle as the last one. Let's see if it pours as endlessly. Whoa. I'm going to give myself a little bit less Whoa. of a pour this time because I got the lion's share of that last one. Well, you're going to get the lion's share of this next one, too. 
<laughs> no, that would kill me. <laughs> so we're long trail. Yes. Bushing interesting. Barrel? Interesting. I, not the barrel. not Russian the smell barrel. on this that I was expecting. Yes. It smells you, like you a think stout. You're like this. It does. It uh, smells... I was anticipating something with a stout if it's got cacao nibs in it. It's also nine point three percent. This just ranks it in at medium strength for today's podcast. This... For today's podcast, yes. But even for us, I would say that's on the higher side. Yes. Like, it is. Six to eight, I would say, is our average. Well, I think we do a lot of IPAs, and IPAs are typically not getting up to that over 9% range. I'm going to get the name wrong, because apparently I did all of the last episode, but have you had Purple Monkey Dishwasher? Scooter My Daisy Heads? <laughs> I don't, don't look at me. I don't know what it's called. Purple Bye. Dishwasher Monkey? It's not Evil Twin, it, but it starts with the... It, um... No, it's the... Um... Ah! Awesome. Evil Genius. Oh, That's what it is. Genius. I knew they were evil <clears throat> by Evil Genius. No, I haven't. It's like Sweet Baby Jesus up a notch. So it's like yeah, it's pretty good. Sweet That's Baby not Jesus. what you said last episode. Yeah, it was good. It's amazing what a week of reflection will do to your review. Yeah. I don't want or it again. Or a week of palate cleansing. <laughs> Just a day of I ran cleansing. into Rich Lee and fiance Kathy oh. over the weekend. It just doesn't ring the same, though. It doesn't. They... Soon to be wife Kathy. <laughs> that better that's so many hyphens though intended okay. betrothed betrothed kathy, mm. kathy no, i'm gonna work on it all right i like kathy intended both of them hugged me separately like there was a good 10 minutes in between and as they hugged me they whispered in my ear what do you mean you didn't like the purple monkey dishwasher <laughs> i was like this is so creepy right now that's weird they were both a little hurt that i didn't like the beer that's okay i was you're, burping you're peanut butter the entire own. next day well they are huge fans of the Sweet Baby Jesus. And they so. like this one better than Sweet Jesus. Baby Jesus, which is what's Sweet telling Baby you. Sweet Baby Jesus. Gentlemen, yeah. how do we like the long trail? I don't know. I haven't gotten to it yet. It's not bad. I, I You've both put it up to your nose about three times, I've, which is I've, why. I've, I've taken two sips at this point, and I'm waiting for it wow. to settle in. I, My initial thought, I can't say out loud until Ian says something, because I don't want to cloud his view. It's not undelicious. You have a way with words, sir. I am sorry that we did not give you the most inspired label art we've ever had. Well, it's fine. The Heady Topper label art is pretty exceptional. Yeah, well, and as this is going to sound head and pouring out hops. utterly ridiculous, except that I just tasted it and I know it's true. The texture of that beer fits with the artwork. Oh, yeah. Like for some reason, the creaminess of it, as I'm swallowing, Reminds is exactly. Her of brains. Yes. <laughs> no, but the artwork is just very bubbly and yeah. Which leads me to be slightly frightened of Shannon right now, but... Um, you two like zombies more than me. That's true. So it's definitely not not a me thing. I like this. Tastes like a porter, I think. It does taste like a porter. It tastes way more like a porter. But I couldn't say that until no, after okay. you, you I, know, weighed in. It's, it's true. Got, it's got a nice toastiness to it. It's This is way... I mean, I'm actually surprised that this is classified as a stout. It's not. No. It's just an ale brewed with oh, cacao. I thought you were saying it was. So that's, look what happens when you put cacao in an ale. It becomes a porter body. Well, they, well, I mean. Which if I called a woman a porter body, it would not be a compliment. I don't know. Unless she it's, was like... she's a porter body in all the right places. <laughs> Touche. Um, no, this is, this is nice. Um, this is like a nice transition between a dark, heavier, and a lighter ale. Yeah, I mean, this is vastly different from the last one we just had. Um, but it's pretty. Uh, but for a summer dark beer, this is way more flavor than the Star Hill. Yes and no. I I would argue that it has different flavor. Yeah. 
you're going from tea to coffee. You're going from the spices and the intricacies of the tea. I like the flavor better. That Let's I clarify. that I completely believe. And that, but that's just me being partial to. I mean, and don't get me wrong, the Star Hill was for for a guy that does not drink a lot of wits, does not drink a ton of IPAs. Do you drink a lot of tea? On occasion, yeah. on occasion. Um, not nearly as much as I do. I coffee, should ask though. your barista. <laughs> not not nearly as much as I drink coffee. Quad Grande Americano with um, Breve. Ooh, that it's got to be the Quad Americano though. What did I say? That's what grande. you said. It's a Quad oh. Grande. You know, you were the actually the one that got me onto that. I know, because so. they're amazing. They Ian's are, really amazing. are a caffeine enabler. I just mine. They're fantastic. I, I'm not just a caffeine enabler. I am just an enabler. But no, oh, this, is, this is nice. I will name right, no so names I was or not locations. There. We went to a place that was awesome, and we drank some stuff that was great. And Not your most fulfilling story. I'm going No, I know, but that's not what it's about. I'm, trying, I'm going to call somebody on. They broke the rules for me, and so I don't want to get them in trouble. You love um, when people break the rules. I do. But it was all like, hey, you have to have a bite of this. And she was like, I can't do that. And I was just like, well, why not? And she's like, my boss is right there. And so Max and I, we both stood up and we're like, well, I got to stretch. <laughs> check, my check my phone. phone. <laughs> and I checked into the corner. I was like, this is your moment. And she was just like, Okay, I mean, it looks really good, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. Are you, are you guys sure that's okay? And we were like, yes. but not. This didn't happen just once. This happened well, twice. Yeah, and then we ordered some dessert, and I, I had some beverages that accompanied the dessert, and I was like, all right, now you have to do it too. And she's like, no, I'm not allowed. And I'm like, I'm, I'll never come back. I threatened to never go back. Which we all Which knew. Was I was a gonna say we all know. Was... Lie. She called my bluff, and I said, fine, mm. to this place in particular, when you're working. Which is I don't just know. like telling the story. So anyone who listens and knows what we're Anybody that has listened to fine. any of the other 91 episodes will know exactly what we're talking about, but we'll remain cryptic for, for posterity. So what does that the sip of... What does the contraband sip have to do with your current beer? Oh, no, I'm just a good enabler. Oh, uh, okay. That's all that was. It has absolutely nothing to do yeah, with no, what we're doing. Nothing. So she spent an extra um, morning at the gym, but at least it was worth it last night. That's true. pretty much Ian's story. Yeah. No, we were talking about me being an enabler, a caffeine enabler. <laughs> also, they can we can we please write your biography? Because you're never going to. It was like a day at the gym. They, it's okay. <laughs> Come on now. They always remember. <laughs> can you write my biography? They're always well, yeah, trying. Somebody never, will read it. The problem be. is they're always trying to sign up for a membership. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do I'll do monthly memberships, but no personal training. No year long. Only, no year long contracts. <laughs> Oh, this is nice. Getting back to, um, I'm not getting a ton of the cacao nibs. Only on the exhale, really. Yeah, I wish there was more of that because I, I, I was actually really interested in that. I like the body a lot. Not to, not to come back to the gym metaphor, but I like this the body. It's got like, body karate. No, it is. It's it, not heavy. It, but it is fat in all the right places. It's, uh, you know, I want to be friends with it. So, what do you pick up if it's not the cacao? What do you taste? Um, a little bit of that, like burnt edge. Like I get like a little Starbucks roasted coffee. Not smoke. I don't get smoke. Like there's zero smoke in this, which means that it's not a it's it's not a porter. Can I segue somewhere? Yes. Somewhere that you're not gonna like as soon as I get there. I am not a big fan of segues, but continue. I've never been on one. I kind of want to do it. Though. I will punch you. I think in 92 episodes we have done maybe one, if any, Roush beer, and I think we should. I don't think we should. I think there's a good reason that we've avoided them. So you can call Rich for that one. He can. 
<laughs> he can sub in for yeah, you Rich on that Lee one. Yeah, Rich can show up for that one. Actually, uh, Tria had a really nice Rosh beer one time, and it just tasted like bacon, which was awesome. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they're but not like, all... It just I'm sure do you, it for me. But you know what? I'm sure you could find a good one. I just don't... I don't kind of how for or want that flavor. But kind of how the Star You made Hill, me drink barley wines. It's true. Thank you. And sours. Ooh, hog Boom! Heaven. Yes. Let's go buy some hog heaven right now. They have it for sale at Wegmans. It's not for, that like, hard to sell. Or like... Just they're just selling it. At a reasonable price, so it feels like it's on sale? Okay. It's, okay. On, it's, it's on a delicious sale. Yeah, I'm yeah. in. I'm in. Let's do it. I can, I can get down with that. But no, I think we really need to, especially maybe since we, every October we fight against Oktoberfest, maybe. Okay, we could like do an homage to Germany with a Rosh beer. Yes. I would like, I would like to pick up. Because three Oktoberfests would it? just be bleh. I don't want to do an Oktoberfest yes. podcast. I would want to do a German podcast and find really good examples of, not necessarily, they don't have to even be German, but German style. Because we do we do tend towards the Belgian style. Yes. For a reason. There's or the way West more Coast flavor. America style. There's way more flavor in it. But the German style of brewing is a very, very, very old, very ancient and it lends itself into How about a lot of beer. Just for you, because I want to hear you say it over and over for 60 minutes. Oh, I just got it. I just lost it. <laughs> well, I'll chime in here while you're thinking of it, guys. I'm a little buzzed. <laughs> yeah, this has been a, a pretty impressive one. Schneiderweiss. Schneiderweiss and Edelweiss. Schneiderweiss. That's it. Schneiderweiss and Edelweiss. <laughs> Oh, for some reason, as soon as, I, as soon as I introed it, I thought of every other German beer I know except that one. Das Schneiderweiss and Edelweiss. Which is, by the way, such a great name. We could do the Eisbach. Yes, that's lovely. Remember, what was that uh, Icelandic beer that we did with the lava? Oh, that was good. The, um... the lava stout. That was at the... With the guy that sells the beer. Yeah. That brought everything that started it all. What was his name? God, I'm buzzed. The tree class that we went to. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, oh, the Belgian, the yeah. no, yeah, but it was the Icelandic. You don't mean lava rocks. You don't mean um, not the evil not twin evil guy. Twin. That was the first year. The second yeah. year was the the, the man, Belgian importer. The man I that still was responsible for introducing catalog. all things delicious. Like he to and America. Tom Peters were like, "Yo, let's do this thing." Yeah, we missed that boat, but we were also like four years old. He was like, so "Yo, we don't like we Miller." Do. Nobody. God does. bless him. Nobody does. Yeah, thank God you. Bless God, them. like, how lucky am I to have grown Could up Could you imagine city? if we were sitting around here talking about cores? We wouldn't be talking about it. We would just be, like, sitting with our hands down our pants. We would. <laughs> we would be sitting on the front porch with shotguns. Oh, no I did want to say that when we were drinking the You were showing copper. ankle and wearing a white t-shirt. I felt like we should so... have had it in a brown paper bag and passed it around. Just for kicks. Outside of the Acme. <laughs> <laughs> the Acme? The Acme. Acme. Um, yeah, if we were drinking Miller Lite, we probably had a different podcast that we were recording about some other subject. We'd probably like, be drinking Miller like Lite and talking movies. about monster yes. trucks. Yes. Or, or NASCAR. Movies. Yeah, or NASCAR. Whatever. Ian has an affinity for Disney movies. But anyway, this is which good. Which we're not allowed to revisit because you got all of your time on last episode. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting a little, like, the more that I'm drinking this, like, I'm halfway through my glass now. The more I'm drinking it, the more of it is sticking to the roof of my mouth. It really reminds me of something, and I'm just trying to... I'm in the same I think part boat. of why I like it is it's comforting and familiar. I'm trying to peg but what I've the flavor is. But I've never had this beer before. You know what it almost tastes like? It almost tastes like if like a rind. 
of a cheese. If you had a cheese... I hate cheese rind. Shh. If you had, like, a cheese rind that was, like, a coffee or, like, even, like, a like a cacao kind of cacao. crust around it, like, just that subtle flavor with the cheese, that's what this is really reminding me of. I won't disagree, but that's not what I meant when I said it tastes familiar. I meant it tastes like another it beer that like I know. It tastes like a beer, yeah. Am I, am I totally Sip off? Sip it a couple no. of times and exhale through your nose and you get, like, coffee grinds. Are there any porters we drink often? Because no. it would have to be a super light stout if it's a stout. But it's I, not a you, this would this does this reminds me of that's the first thing that I, I was thinking of. I wish when you, you were, were saying, on the Adroit Theory Imperial Stout so episode do I. where both of the guys didn't like it. I wish I I wish I was on that too. It wasn't that good. Um but this is I drank it because I'm cheap and it was it was not cheap. No, this is this is not a stout by any stretch. This, there's no way that this could ever be con- confused for a stout. If anything, it's a porter. The more that I'm sipping at it, the more of a toasted, roasted flavor that I'm getting out of it. It's um, warm. It's it's not carbonated. I mean, yes, there are ext- bubbles, it's, but it's, this is not carbonated. It's really not. It's um. Which is making it more and more and more of a porter. It also, to be honest, I it's think less of an ale. Would go great with food. This would go fantastic with food. This would go great with like a hearty cheese. Yes. Not a not a light creamy cheese, but like a like a or really stoic, um, not like gamey a harder aged cheese. Meat. Agreed. This 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 you could actually pair this really well with like a roast uh, poultry. Yes. I think that would go really nicely. Or a nice roast beast. I like serving those like with rosemary and garlic on the outside and you could you could drink this end of summer into winter with your game of thrones dinner i think it might go nicely yeah you could definitely do this at multiple times of the year though because it's light enough in body to enjoy in a in a warmer climate but Which, it also if you it has a lot it of that for someone i think they'd be skeptical it's august and it's they dark would be. you know what though i but the body is light i've never cared much for those restrictions um uh, as, you it's know, like white pants after the. I, drank, I mean, if you want to drink, night, it was awesome. I've drank, I've I've had IPAs in the dead of winter, and they're delicious. Um, IPAs are always delicious, but as that's, long as they're well made. But that's my my same take on dark beer, is that I could drink that. I could drink a stout at any point in the year. I mean, we had Edmund Fitzgerald. Is that Great Lakes? Yes. Very good. That's a porter. Is. That I drink often. That's not. That's the flavor of the Edmund Fitzgerald is not unlike this. Yeah, it's probably not. It's probably not so similar that I'm mistaking it, but it's definitely. Are we rinsing? I I'm am. Excited. I'm excited by this last beer. I would like I'm, to. Uh, rinse. I'm actually. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little intimidated. Um, I, because size I think this is matter. really. I think the last time I had a beer as big as this next one was your birthday podcast. With whatever ABV the 120 is at this point, not as high as the one we're about to drink. Right, that's what I mean. Like yeah. I think that that's the closest approximation, though. Um, this is our practice for the for the one in the taxidermy squirrel. <laughs> yes, uh, I did find a brew dog beer. Um, it was actually not that terribly expensive. Go it's ahead. About and what I would say expect it. to. I don't know how to spay that. Spay that. Spay side. Toka. Spay that. I we're meant, talking I about brew dog, and we're talking about spaying. Oh, it's, uh, it was thirteen twenty-five. Ladies and gentlemen, dog. spay your brew dogs for a twelve-ounce bottle. <laughs> for a twelve-ounce bottle. For your mental picture. It is also eighteen point two percent. So that's like, I don't know, 
really good beers. <laughs> yeah, I mean... And it is an intergalactic, fantastic, oak-aged stout. Which I don't even know if I've ever say... had any other intergalactic stouts. It is stouts. brewed with cranberries and jasmine. Well, we had the Fantastic Voyage, which seemed to imply some sort of intergalactic no, experience. No, the difference between the two is that I wish that somebody would launch the entire supply of Fantastic Voyage into orbit. I want to drink it again. I, I want to remember I think we, what I think, was so bad about it. I think it. we should do an entire podcast with just... It was just, sour. No. An entire podcast with just Fantastic Voyage so that we can truly start with it and end with it with no interference. Could we get like three bottles though so we just have to keep drinking it? That's what I mean. see if maybe by the third bottle we start to like it. Maybe we'll do two bottles. That's fair. They're big bottles. Um, Unfortunately, they never run I out I guess of beer I'll show either. up since it's the Beer Mistress's Microbrew Review, but... Ugh. Okay, so this is inspired... To be fair... Oh, it's called... Real Tokyo, quick, maybe? just to be fair, I think we owe it to Perennial at this point, the amount of hate that we've thrown their way... <laughs> try something else. There's... To at least try the Fantastic Voyage again to see if maybe it was... Who maybe knows? if we're lucky, they don't brew it anymore. Maybe it was just a terrible bottle. That's that's what I thought. Actually, I mean, maybe maybe but that I thought that until just... I talked to a lot of other people that were like, "Yeah, I don't like it," and I was like, "Well, you also know beer stuff, so I guess I believe you." So they have a rather lengthy side bottle here. This is inspired by a 1980s Space Invaders arcade game played in Japan's capital. The irony of existentialism, the parody of being, and the inherent contradictions of postmodernism, all so delicately conveyed by the blocky, pixelated arcade action, have all been painstakingly recreated in this bottle's contents. So, Max's eyes just went from being intimidated to terrified. This imperial stout is brewed with copious amounts of specialty malts, jasmine, and cranberries. After fermentation, we then dry hop this killer stout with a bucket load of our favorite hops before carefully aging on French toasted oak chips. Our approach has the same contempt of the mass beer market that the old school punks had for pop culture. <laughs> Brewdog is a modern day rebellion against soulless corporate bureaucracy and the bland, apathetic beer that bureaucracy. they industrially beer. produce. They Thank should have you. called it bureaucracy. You haven't really punned in our direction much. I actually would have really appreciated if they had bureaucracy on that label. I think that we should submit that for a for a change. revision. Yes. Oh, that was awesome. Well done, sir. So I have a, to remember that we only get water over there. Four ounce pours. We do have more water. Oh wow. It's um. It's it looks dark. like syrup. So Brew Dog is out of Scotland. They do taxidermy squirrel stuff. And they also have an, a television show on... They do. They spend most of their time in America. Men's network. Maybe because it's on an American show. Yeah, I think it's an American cable network. But they go... Maybe because the Scots are too busy drinking and not watching television. <laughs> there you go. They're like, we don't need Scots to tell us what to drink. We're Scots. <laughs> Holy what the what. All Holy right. Holy what the what. All right, I don't know what's going to happen. I cool. cannot be the first person to sip this beer. But I feel like this is about to drop bombs like Hiroshima. Right, Whoa. so do you have anywhere to be tonight? Or can we just sort of put you in a cab and pat you on the head and send you home? He'll well, never make it. He'll fall asleep. Parked out front, but as soon as you that. remove yourself from the vicinity, I might just pass out. <laughs> so You can take a nap. There's fairly fresh. Holy Jesus. Holy Jesus. That's what they said after the cross. So it just... It it smells very um robust. <laughs> barley whiny. 
That's yeah, why I can't. Very, I can't. I'm a no, this puts um, barley wine to shame. It's barley wine, but it, it smells smokier. And it's got a almost no head, but if you look at the, the lacing, it's super dark brown. What the what? This tastes like straight up alcohol. <laughs> oh, good. No, I'm really it, excited it for really this. It really doesn't, though. It tastes like a port. For the record, yeah. Ian is absolutely flushed right now, and I don't know if it's warm in here or if that's weird. This, just... this tastes okay. like re like it was reduced. It's like a port. It's very thick. It's this is. I'm gonna go on the record saying that this is not a beer to drink that's by yourself. Also, not a beer. It's like um. Wow, I'm so I don't happy know. that this is happening right now. <laughs> this is not something to drink solo. No, if you drank a bottle of this, it would be I like mean, having four shots of something. Uh, I don't know. Which I've done, but well, I'm not saying tequila. I'm uh, saying you wouldn't like enjoy shops, you wouldn't enjoy you know? an entire bottle of this. I, I might. No, you wouldn't. I think if you ate something with it to cut through, unless it, you had a way of keeping the bottle continuously chilled, not necessarily cold, but it doesn't need to be that. that not chill. not not cold. And it has already been sitting out for almost an hour. It has a stout finish. I'll say that. I do wish this was a little colder. It's a little... I tried to put it in the thing at the end. Plummy? It's too little too late, though. I know. You went there, because... It's the cranberries. It's got a little sour zing to it, actually. This is... This is, um... I'm afraid the two of you are going to go into giggle fits or something. This is, like it's... this is a mighty beer. I'm loving it. This is a mighty beer. This is <laughs> not... Um, this is the exact opposite of the Star Hill. Yes. This is, Look at us find a theme. This or is something. the exact opposite of what we started with. Wow, there's just like on the traditional podcast. There's a lot. Happening. I mean, then we started with the heady topper, but sure, that was that the, was uh, just the special surprise. That was my present you to me. you. Um, this I missed you is, back, but I didn't bring you anything other than this intergalactic beer. This is it is rather Beastie Boys intergalactic planetary. It's pretty cosmic. Am I overthinking <laughs> it to say it's actually a little more? carbonated than the last beer we had than the culmination by long trail i'm getting a little bit of syrup i'm not getting any bubbles okay which is not necessarily bad i mean a stout does not need any kind of real carbonation this is not this is again again going back to how this is the exact opposite of the star hill this is not an easy to drink beer I'm nor is like, this for the faint of heart i'm getting bitter i'm getting sour i'm, I'm getting, getting drunk sweet. <laughs> That too. <laughs> that I believe. Uh, it's almost like a. It's good. A we're almost super, over. You're not going to make sense in a minute. A super boozy cordial. Yes, it's much. This I would drink this for dessert. With yeah. what or as dessert? As, as dessert. dessert. This is very sweet. Maybe with like some fruit. It's sweet. I really want something to break it or up. Cheese. It's sweet, but not saccharin. I bet you could find a good cheese to go. I with would this. want cheese. Over I would want a, a good, like very like a salty, dessert. salty cheese. To counterbalance the sweetness of this. Because this, like I said, it's not saccharin, but it's very... But to me, it does not have... I hate to use this word at you, because this is your word. It does not have that cloying sweetness that I hate so much about barley wines. Barley wines I mean, are thicker than this. Yes, it's sweet, but it's not coating my tongue. Like, it's at least still... But there's also this, like, crazy bitter thing happening. Like, right in the top back of my throat, I get this real... Compared to like, what I coffee, feel like... espresso bitter. I don't know. I guess when I think of bitter beer, I think of all of the complaints people have who aren't beer lovers about beer. I don't get those notes. I would, yes, agree. Top back some and coffee. back of my tongue is like very... I think that the only reason that the three of us can appreciate moment. this for what it is is because we've had so many beers. 
This oh, is I like this. But this is this is this is something you work up to. I would drink a bottle of this. If you've been drinking beer for a little while now and you've experimented with a lot of different flavors, styles, you know, this is something to maybe delve into, especially if you've had experiences with barley wines that you've found good because this is an, a natural segue from a barley wine. This is not a stout drinker's stout. This no, is it's something not even like an imperial stout. This is something way above and beyond that. Do this we even is drink regular stouts anymore. I feel like they're all imperial. Awesome. You had a Guinness last night? Two nights ago, actually. But Guinness isn't a stout. Upon Guinness is a Guinness. I did say last night earlier, though. You a Guinness is a Guinness. I listen. Um, we drink Guinness because we're Irish. I think what's very interesting about this, I know you compared it to the Star Hill. 18.2. That's 18.2%. Um, <sighs> wow, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. Uh, don't wrap your liver around it, okay? Well, my liver is running like away the guy me. on the Eddie Topper label. He's actually drinking this because he's holding a pint glass. He's For... not clearly drinking Eddie Topper because it would have been a can. That's true. Oh, which is that's actually a really actually. interesting label now that this guy is not drinking from a can. We have all sorts of notes for label artists tonight. Um, but in terms of what texture beer of beer, are you drinking Einstein man. This Eddie Topper was a beer. True, an IPA, but a beer in style and how it's made. And this intergalactic brew dog deliciousness is also a beer. But just take in all of the differences. They don't have much in common. They have next to nothing in common other than the fact that they're very good. You look like a cat right now. I feel like a cat right now. I think I am <laughs> this, a cat. This is... <laughs> I'm, trying to really, I'm trying to really wrap my head around what this is. Because it's not... It doesn't taste... It doesn't drink like a stout. But it also doesn't drink like a barley wine. I would say closer to a barley wine than a stout. It's definitely closer. And now that the head the, is the entirely gone, had, it does look like a cordial. The like, only thing that I've had that's similar to this is the Firestone Walker Anniversary. Or what about... Um, or any... A, a bur, a, like a bourbon barrel aged stout. Yeah, kind of. They, they fall into that what are they category i'm almost thinking like the italian liqueurs though like uh campari and stuff it's it's between a very very high abv i mean it is a very high abv beer but it's between like that barley wine stout like they start to blend at a certain alcohol level like a good scotch they do and it's that's the thing is that eventually the flavor profile starts transitioning to is this a beer anymore and I know that that's a big argument as well. Is like, at what ABV does well, a beer know, start to not well, be a beer? Well, it says on the label a malt beverage, doesn't right. it? Right, which is which is very common with Oma Gang. I, most um, most of the beers we drink drank tonight says a malt beverage. Um, I'm one. Why is it or, going that way? Tonight, but uh, often beers that we drink say malt beverage. But I think that has more to do with the hop content than anything else. Possibly. I know that BrewDog in particular, though, because they're always pushing the boundaries with their ABV, they've come under a lot of criticism for, is this still a beer? Right. And the way that it's basically determined is it's still a beer because that's how they, because they actually brew it. Right. They're not distilling it. And that's the difference. And yes, they have managed to make 40, 50, uh, or not, I don't know if they hit 50, but they have made some crazy ABVs. Um, and yes, they did it. As a beer. Yeah, but scotch starts the exact same way that beer does. It but does. It's the distilling that makes the difference. But then they distill it, and yep. that makes it a. That is the differentiation liquor. right there. This is still a beer, and yes, this is kind of crazy. But, and I mean, I don't, I don't want to argue it on the academic level. Um, I want to argue, I, I want to argue it on the drinkable I level. I know, professor. It's, Wait a minute. 
It's <laughs> when does a beer, and I mean, this is something that I'm putting out to you guys, is that when does a beer start transcending a drinkable beer and start turning into a sippable alcohol? But I, this one's Why walking the line. That's, I think that this is telling the line. Why because I'm sitting here, though? I'm not drinking this. I'm sipping at this. Sure. I'm sipping at this like I would a, a bourbon. Like, and the warmer it gets, the less I find the bubbles I was talking about earlier. Right. It's really settling and becoming just a, a bit more of a liqueur. I would put whiskey stones in this. Keep it cold? Not Well, ice. and again, this has ice, been sitting ice out would for be almost an hour. This. Whiskey stones in this would actually make it really, really fantastic because it would keep that like a voyage. No, don't even utter that when we're talking about something that was. And that's your new four-letter word. You're not allowed to say that. Utter. <laughs> but uh, no, this is really nice. Um, I like this a lot. But I'm. I would say that again, um, contrary to. Contrary to uh, the Star Hill, which was very drinkable, actually, way too, way too approachable and way too drinkable. This is, this is a sipping. So and this is a four ounce pour that I'm drinking and I'm sipping at it. Now but that doesn't make it not a beer and neither it does make it bad. I'm not saying I'm not saying that it doesn't make it good and I'm not saying that it's not a beer. My question isn't whether it's a beer or a, a liquor. I'm saying when does it stop being consumed like a beer and start to be consumed like when a liquor? When does it come? What's the cutoff? The tequila that I ordered the other night that came in a champagne glass. Because... Sure, or the tequila I had that was so old it was like a whiskey. Exactly. Like, oh, where's that, that line? God, that was Straight good. Up. We were talking about that last For night. Sure. Before, were we? Yeah. So my question is, because it's that time of the podcast, so I want you guys to make some hard life choices. Which was your favorite, Max? It's always these tough life choices now are we leaving out the heady topper do you want to leave out the heady topper no the heady topper is included we were podcasting the heady topper okay and the reason that i say you really have come around on ipa the reason that i say the heady topper is because i feel that although what's the name of this one that i'm drinking this this uh the brew dog i don't honestly know you guys can correct me i think it's tokla or t-o-k-l-o toklo or is it tokyo because it was based off of yeah but that's definitely not a lie well, it could be an I. Tokio. That's a thing. Kind of looks like a Q, though. At the so end. regardless, the brew dog, I think that the brew dog is probably the most Maybe fascinating. fascinating. Fascinating is exactly the word that I would use for it. I, I think that that's very interesting. I've had very few beers that really match up to its levels of complexity and to pushing the extremes. But I think that as far as what I would want to drink on a normal basis, um, the long trail was decent. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was a nice, I thought it was, I think it's mislabeled, to be honest. I think it's much closer to a porter than it is to an ale. Ale, yeah. Um, I thought that the Star Hill was a good summer drink to have with food. Like, if I was having a barbecue, you know, if having a bunch of people over, that would be a great beer to have. But the Heady Topper. For what you want to drink. And it has nothing to do with its exclusivity. It has everything to do with the fact that it is a perfectly balanced beer. I choose to believe that beers like that become exclusive because they're so good, people are buying them up. I would agree with that. And that doesn't always happen. Sometimes people are buying them up just because they're rare. But in this case, I do think... I think that they honestly could not... They they blew up way beyond what they thought that they were capable of, and it was either their quality or their quantity that was going to suffer, and I'm happy that they suffered in quantity. 
And I think a droid is, is going to be there. Wait two more years when other people start to hear about how awesome they are. I can't wait for that moment when people are like, oh, a droid theory. Have you had this crazy beer by a droid theory? And I'm like, had it, please. Had it. Jason had the took the one. photos on their website. What? So Hedy Topper takes my win in this. Um, it narrowly beats out this Tokyo or Tokyo or whatever It's just called Tokyo. That's what I thought. After the video game description, that's what I kind of veered towards. But the Brewdog will take second, followed by, I'm going to say followed by the Star Hill, then the Long Trail. But there's no clear losers in this. This is a good lineup. Ian? I think that this is one of our most even podcasts it's also very diverse i think Look at like me. i picked them this morning every I picked one three. of these beers has been real solid but <laughs> very no, no clear i loser. always want to hang very out with you when you don't eat breakfast spectrum. from now on you're like maybe i'm just drunk i don't know <laughs> but what was your favorite i'm only halfway through this yeah you gotta fit i mean you can just hang out if you want we have to go um i am i'm gonna like do a coin toss between the heady topper and the tokyo Okay. I'm really enjoying this. Tokyo. That's like two very interesting. But I think they're it's, both my styles, though. I love yeah. IPAs and I love stouts. I think yeah. it's difficult to really rate the two of them against each other. That's the thing. Everything we had tonight was so different, but they were all but really were well all done. A's. Yes, in I the, agree. In the Chris, uh, they did really well, Mr. Chris. Yeah, Mr. Grading Chris. system. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna just throw a wrench in all of this craziness and say. I think you liked the uh, the Star Hill, the Star Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. What a woman. Uh, <laughs> um, good I, girl. But I agree. <laughs> good girl. They were all really nice, and I don't think I would be disappointed if we if we did one of our typical, hey server bartender friend of mine pick a beer for me. If any of them showed up, I would not be disappointed. I mm-hmm. think they were all very nice, and that that is unfortunately a little rare in our podcasting experience. I would, I would ninety percent agree with you, in that. Every once comment. in a while, we get a great lineup, and today I was just reading labels and and put together this array, and I felt guilty because there was no tie, but I'm guessing the tie is just the quality. I mean, they really they did a great job. You know yeah. what I think the real tie is the fact that they've managed to balance each of these. I think it's more into, of a Windsor, really. They've. <laughs> Double Windsor. Yeah. No, I mean, if you look at it like this, <laughs> the the heady topper, which we let off with, was a perfect balance between hop, malts, good fashioned American American ingredients. One for being America. so high in ABV, one of the most approachable IPAs. Scary. It's to not drink. yes. It's just people think IPA, and if they don't love hops, they they have these preconceptions about how intimidating and overwhelming and polarizing the flavors are and that that's what they did right now do you know how fresh this is no very but very I, that's the thing. basically it they don't make it so fresh they don't make it fast they don't make it um it doesn't last long There's none of it's sticking around for a while right, right. um but i would say that the the, the heady topper was just an exercise in balance um i'd put it up job. there i'd put it up there with beers like pliny yeah. Um, it's just, it's very, very well executed. Um, the Alchemist really nails um, how His they're wife. making and how they're crafting that beer. Star Hill was a really, really great sign of a crossover beer between a wit and an IPA. It really married the two of those together in a very, very nice way where both of the features of, uh, of the IPA and the wit that we like both came out. And on the Star Hill positive note, we're going to end it here because... We yeah, never we, know when that might happen we again. We actually have to go. Yeah. 
Like, we actually have places to be. Max, thank you so much for I... coming back. And thank you doubly as much for bringing, yeah. like, such amazing gifts. Way to get us ra- rickety, rickety wrecked. That's my job. <laughs> yeah, I'm being paid anyone, by the competition. If anyone yeah. out there that's listening hasn't heard of Rick and Morty, go check that show out because it's awesome. And you can get rickety, rickety wrecked. <laughs> there you go. And thanks to the internet, you can find it anywhere. Yeah, you can. Great work, guys. hundred years of Rick and Morty. Until next time, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And cousin Max. We'll see you then.